0: So this us trailer came out Christmas day and it was utterly insane. And we've got just some few, a few thoughts we want to drop on you guys. And we're, we're going to start off with Devin.
1: Well, thank you very much. Um, If you guys haven't seen the reaction video yet, please go to Cinema Slayers on Facebook. Check it out. It's me being an idiot and sophomoric, and it's not very good quality, but hey, I'm not very good quality and people seem to like me just fine. Um. So, <laughs> so um. Let me just get started by saying that I love to get out. I probably spent a good three or four months talking about Get Out with every person I could run into who had seen the film, and I saw some obvious par- parallels between Get Out and us. Uh, so I want to start off with that. So first things first. Apparently. The inciting incident in this film is going to be a family taking a trip, uh, going on vacation, much like Get Out. Uh, our protagonist, of course, are, is black. And then um, last but not least, there is a lot of uh, of symbolism in the trailer. I'll give you an example. So the son um, and his name is I think his name is Jason Wilson. Uh, he is actually wearing a Jaws shirt now these the the people are traveling to what i believe is a beach community or a beachfront property or something like that and jaws is a movie that's actually um satire about local government and their failure to protect people because in jaws there is of course a monster we all know it's a shark but that's a monster um, and it's terrorizing the community and the local government doesn't do anything to stop it because there's a big holiday season coming up and they're concerned about the money, not the safety of the people. So something tells me that this situation... Um has something to call back to that. Now, I know that seems like that might be a far reach, but you have to understand that with Jordan Peele, he doesn't really have a lot of wasted move uh, a lot of wasted movement in his films. When you look at Get Out, everything had some sort of meaning. And I'll give you an example. Now, if you notice in Get Out, all of the white people who came to the auction, they got out of black cars. So that was white people driving black vehicles, which is exactly what happened in the film. So you can't discount that. Another thing is a focus on animals. So if you watch the trailer, there's just a lot of images of rabbits and what they mean is a mystery to me. But I do know that rabbits were cloned in 2002. Um, Rabbits in families, they have really close genetic structures. And um, rabbits, you know, fuck, reproduce a lot. Everybody knows that. So I think that pulls into the family dynamic and also the the cloning dynamic, which might be present in this film, but I'm not sure. Um, one other thing that I did is this is outside of the trailer. I went, and I had to do a little bit of research. So the. uh, Sorry, Jordan Peele, he wanted to actually make a monster movie. He said that he wanted to create a new monster for his next film. So just so you guys know, this doppelganger family that's seen in the trailer, this is actually a monster called or monsters called the Tethered. And a couple of things that really stuck out to me, there's just a lot of imagery that's really impactful in the film. So, of course, you saw the gold scissors, Um, I talked about the rabbits and then um, they're wearing these red jumpsuit apparatuses, if you will. And if you look in the trailer, they actually have a lot of the um, doll chains that you used to cut out as a child Um, throughout the film. It's referenced several, several times in the trailer. And so there's something about uh, replication in this film and the differences that I see right off the bat is most of the action took place inside the home in Get Out and this looks like they're traveling all over this community it looks like it starts in the home um, I know that the may um Winston Duke's character actually goes out to confront the Tethered and ends up getting knocked unconscious and then the Tethered take him back into the home and not every interaction is violent at least it looks like in the beginning you can see them interacting in the trailer you can even see um, Jason uh, sitting across uh, Tethered Jason and they're like mimicking each other and talking to each other and then you see um uh, Shada uh Shahadi, I think her name is Shahadi. Her character's name is Zoa. Uh she's doing some ballet, and then um you can see the doppel Sha uh, Zora actually doing some ballet in the trailer too. I wanna say that the song I got five on it has some hitting meaning, and here's why. Um once again, Jordan Peele, do not overlook anything. He's a genius and he does not waste a lot of movement with his films. Uh, The trailer starts off with I Got Five on it, which is a Dirty South classic uh, down in Texas. Uh, You know that song by heart, even if you don't even listen to hip-hop music. And there's only four members of that family. But um, uh, (laughs) Yahya Abdul Mateen II, who was actually Black Manta, in Aquaman is in this movie uncredited. So I'm wondering if maybe, you know, they lost a child or if there's, you know, some type of love triangle or something like that involved in this story. Maybe they're taking this trip as a way to heal and reconnect with one another after some sort of tragedy. Um, I've, I've been talking for way too long about this trailer. And like I said, I have been doing so much research. Um, the last thing thing I want to say is Elizabeth Moss is in this movie and I love her um, but apparently and here's why I think that there's some type of invasion of the body snatchers or some type of cloning element. In the trailer there's a brief, brief clip of Elizabeth Moss. She is dressed in the red jumpsuit apparatus and holding those gu- golden scissors and it looks like she's about to cut her face off so me thinks she's copied by the tether at some point in time and then sh- there's going to be some gruesome of her cutting her own face off but that's it for me i'm so excited for this film cannot wait for march um i am excited i can't wait
0: yeah i kind of think you're you're uh along the right lines with some of the things i think ultimately at the end of the movie we're going to find out that everybody's going to remove their faces and they're going to either be nicholas cage or john travolta
2: <laughs> It's got to be the only. It's the only explanation. It's really a hidden (laughs) sequel to Face Off, is what you're saying.
1: I got, I got two on it. Cut my face off, and it becomes an action movie. Actually, that would be amazing. And then, you know, it turns turns out that Caster Troy didn't die,
0: and he just kind of went around terrorizing black people for a while.
2: Mm, Yeah.
0: See the thing is the the difference between this trailer trailer and Get Out's trailer is like Get Out. I was intrigued because I did not know what to expect from Jordan Peele. Um, it looked it looked good, but I I, I peaked at intrigued until I finally saw the movie. Um, this one I'm not gonna lie. I'm 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 more excited for it. Like I've got there's much more anticipation now for this movie. Uh. After the trailer, and also it it is also to Get Out's credit is because, you know, Get Out was such an amazing movie. You know, I just want more awesome Jordan Peele movies. But this trailer, like, it it did that really good job of it showed you enough to really pique your interest. But then, you know, it's hiding a lot. You know, there's just a ton it's not showing you. So it really gives you that mystery, too. Like, it's that twofold thing of intrigue and mystery. And it just looks so amazing and like you said he he doesn't waste a lot in his movies so it's you 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 just know that this trailer was methodically created like most trailers are just done by like an outside studio they just get some shit and they you know s- like slap it together and you know send it out into the world and that's why sometimes they give away big big plot points in them cuz the people don't actually know and this one though it f- feels like Jordan Peele's the one that put it together. Like it feels like he gave you exactly what he wanted to give you uh to get you in the right mindset to want to see this movie. Um yeah, and it, it's like you said there's there's a ton of symbolism in it and at the same time, you know, you you've got these theories on what the the symbolism might mean, but at the same time, you also could com- you could be completely fucking wrong with it and still be excited for it and like still be you know amped when you see it like when you actually find out the truth behind it you know your theory could be completely fucking wrong and then you know still be satisfied with it
1: and that's what I loved about it. It's just so cryptic and it just makes you automatically because you know that Jordan Peele loves to critique society. He loves to be subversive. He loves to, to throw curveballs at you. And it's not even just because I've seen Get Out, but I'm a big fan of the Key and Peele TV show and it was very subversive in its presentation of sketch comedy. So I'm familiar with with that work and I'm just, I mean, it's just like you said, I am so excited. I'm looking so forwarded to this um and you know I, I will give my money right now to see this film i really would i had a decent christmas so i can i can fork over a few hundred to see it soon <laughs> if you're listening jordan Peel, because i know you don't have anything better to do than listen to us
2: <laughs> yeah i do think that you bring up an interesting point devin about saying like maybe they're on this trip to you know bond after a tragedy or something i could actually see that being the case i mean you know, they're in the car. It's not like they're all sitting there, like, yay, we're having like the most amazing time. Like, they're just kind of like there, you know, and then they're just having normal conversation. And you just never know, like, what could have, you know, been before that part um, in the trailer. But I mean, and also just the whole, um, the, I, I know there's going to be a lot of symbolism. And I think that um, the whole idea of, you know, it's, it's them, like, it's other, it's another version of them that they're being, you know, haunted by. And so, you know, maybe it's just one of those where ultimately it's supposed to be, we are our own worst nightmare. You know what I mean? And I think that that would be a really cool idea to have in this movie somewhere. And I feel like that's a little bit of what they're going to do with it because of just even from this trailer, um, I'm super excited for the cast of it. Um, I'm, I think it's just going to be amazing. Um, to see to see them all in their element and doing something different than normal for them. And, you know, I just I'm I'm really, really excited for this. And I do have to say, like, I even in Get Out and, and this one, like, I love the music choices that Jordan Peele makes in his movies, trailers, whatever it is. Like it's always just like, this is good. Like this is a very well placed song, a well-placed score, whatever he's doing, it's always like it draws you in even more to what's going on. So using that song, I got five on it, you know, but then like slowing it down and making it more of like a haunting song and kind of it going into the score of um the movie. Like it just was really cool, you know. So I think that um he uses music really well in his trailers and movies as well.
1: You know what it kind of reminded me of is Re- um, "Ready or Not" by the Fugees,
2: because mm-hmm. that is yeah. actually
1: the Sleepwalker song, which is an awful movie. But the, that Sleepwalker song is amazing. How they twisted that beat and it's so hip hop and it's so pro black. That's a pro black thing to do. Um, I know I just made some of our listeners angry, uh, but that's kind of <laughs> what hip. <laughs> that's kind of what hip hop does. It takes these. Um, different beats and rhythms and it melds them and it creates something completely new uh hip-hop i've always told people is is american music uh it is a hundred percent american made uh and it's all about america it was it was started here it was pieced together from disco and old funk records and it was it was built up and now it's the most popular form of music on the planet um, and a lot of people don't want to give hip hop its credit, but you should because it's a versatile genre and it's something everybody can relate to because it is spoken word poetry when it comes right down to it. So I love just what you said about the music in the trailer. The music is amazing. And they use one song and I just I got flashbacks of like being growing up in 2001 and listening to that song and then finding out it was about drugs, too, because I had no idea it was about drugs when I was a kid. And it's about weed, by the way, which is not bad it's about, you know, I got five on. It's not about purchasing like fucking crocodile or Xanax.
0: Yeah, it's one of the things that uh, I'm really I, I I know this movie comes out in March, but I, I really I really hope a, like a second trailer comes out soon. Like, I guess it'd be the middle of February or maybe early to mid February. I want that that trailer, too. And it doesn't even have to even give me new scenes. It, they can just take the same scenes and put them in a different order and I'll still think it gave me something new. So that should happen.
2: Soon. Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny that you say that because I, like, I, I don't know if I said this to you guys, but guys, I've seen this trailer like 25 times. I've, I literally was just watching on a loop and I was able to sequence up in, the, in that trailer. There's so many things out of sequence. And so I was able to put some stuff together. I really take some time and dissect this trailer I know this film is going to be good. The the trailer in itself, the way they edited edited it. Jesus, I can't say that. I can't speak today. Edited the the trailer itself, just like Sterling was saying, it was a a, a mastercrafted trailer, if you ask me. Uh, and and I don't. I actually don't want another trailer. I just want to sit here. Till March the fifteenth or seventeenth or whatever the fuck it's coming out, and just come up with crazy theories like I'm Charlie Day on Always Sunny from Philadelphia. That's what I want to do. I just want to start. I want to. I want to get a board, <laughs> and I want to get every film, every actor's been in, every film the producers have produced. I want to get a bunch of steals from Get Out, and I want to get some yarn, and I'm just gonna start conspiracy theorizing. That's what
0: I want to do. I need to do this now
2: nice
0: well well, keep us posted you know i want weekly updates on your newest conspiracy theories with this movie
1: oh you done fucked up <laughs> it's happening <laughs> you we're about to get some theories weekly updates on my theories cutting i hope you clear out some time in your schedules
0: <laughs> um also there i mean last week we had a couple of other uh big trailers come out uh let's start off with hellboy um so, this is the first non-Gilmero del Toro, non-Ron Perlman look at Hellboy. And, like, what did you guys think about it? Heather?
2: <laughs> um, so, I actually... So, I mean, I I wouldn't say that I'm the hugest fan of the previous ones. Not that they were bad. Um, I, I'm just kind of like, yeah, they're fine. It's okay. I don't know what they're You means. know? <laughs> I know I probably pissed off some people with that statement, too. <laughs> but um, this one, I... I actually am kind of excited for it. And I don't know if it's just because it's um, uh, Hopper (laughs) from Stranger Things and just knowing that that's him and just knowing like he's going to bring funny, he's going to bring serious, he's going to bring like a lot to it. And I'm excited for that. So I, you know what, I'm actually, I'm I'm more on board with it because I heard they were remaking it and I was like, oh, okay, sure. You know, kind of like how I was with all the Spider-Mans when they made a ton of new Spider-Man movies. And then I was like, sure, that's fine. But then I saw it and I was like, okay, that's good. I feel like that's what I'm going to do with this. I'm going to be like, you know what? This is good. I'm I'm okay with this, you know? So that, for right now, that's my feelings. And to be fair, last week is the first time I really had, you know, seen the trailer, really kind of looked really at, um, you know, what it was going to be. So, but I, I think it's going to be good. I really do. I think it's going to be, I think it'll be good.
1: Well, for me, just the trailer, here's the thing. All of the, the media hype, pre-trailer hype was talking about this new, darker, truer version of Hellboy that had these really dark undertones, and I don't know if it was the studio who did this trailer and decided to have a more lighthearted, comedic tone to it, and don't get me wrong, the Hellboy comics are funny, but I mean, there's some there's some pretty dark shit in those. And to me, this trailer just seemed to be aping Guillermo del Toro. Um, This trailer only made me want to see Hellboy 3. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. And that could just be me being bitter because I love the Hellboy movies and I want to let Heather know that because you don't like Hellboy films, I take that as a personal assault on my character and so now I I'm know. angry at you. Anyway, um, I,
2: I just <laughs> lost like friends Hellboy on this movies. one. No, you didn't lose any
1: friends. I mean, maybe some of the Cinema Slayers and if you don't like Heather anymore, please go to the website and <laughs> uh, let us know why you don't like Heather uh, We would yes, love to do yes. an episode Just reading Heather about uh, Reading to Heather about the people who don't like her That's Cintasays. fair, <laughs>
2: That's fair. <laughs> Go yeah.
1: comment Tell how much you don't <laughs> like her But um, It's going to be Devin I mean, just
2: like 25 times So <laughs>
1: <laughs> No I don't have time because I have to do my Conspiracies about us mm, So I don't have right, the time right. to oh. yeah, But somebody has the time So if you got the time Go blast Heather real quick. Please don't be creepy and sexist, though. We'd appreciate it if you didn't do that. Anyway, so to me, when they talked about this new darker tone, I want to tonally see something different in the trailer, and I really did just see an ape style of Guillermo del Toro. I thought David Harbour looks good as Hellboy. I actually think I like him better. I like the way he looks better. There's just these little bitty details. There's little bitty facial scars he has. His teeth are like crooked and I and starting to tell you this, I have this thing about mouths in cinema. Uh, I will always complain like if we're watching a period movie and everybody has that million dollar movie, movie star smile. It drives me crazy because in like 1860 they didn't have dentistry that was good so it really drives me crazy when people have really perfect teeth and Hellboy he had big white perfect teeth but David Harbour's Hellboy they're kind of like broken and they're uneven and I like that shit I love that you know he's a demon from hell doesn't give a fuck about you know Invisalign <laughs> that's not his fucking thing you know so, <laughs> so yeah, that's one thing I did like and I think I would like this movie but If you're going to tell me you're going to give me a darker interpretation of a character, then give me that and and hopefully when I see the movie, it'll be totally different from the trailer because we all know that happens sometimes. Sometimes the trailers are just trying to get people back into the theater. I think they're worried that the Guillermo del Toro enthusiasts and loyalists won't go see this movie uh, if it looks a little bit too different from what what um, home is, if you will. Uh, and then another thing, this movie has Mila Jovovich in it. And I have a love hate relationship with Mila Jovovich. Um, I love who she is as a person. Uh, and she's done some albums with Pussifer, which is pretty dope. I like that band. And um, I think she's, uh, you know, I think she's pretty, but um, unless it's Dazed and Confused or Fifth Element, I don't like seeing her in films because typically they're awful. And so we'll see how this goes. Hopefully Mila Yovovich. Oh, and then the Resident Evil thing. I got a lot of problems with her, and it's not her fault. People kept seeing them. She was making money. She's got a job. I understand it, but yeah. Oh, uh, Mila Jovovich.
0: No. Yeah. I think, uh, I think her character is actually going to be Baba Yaga. Um, cause at one point, uh, he does fall from Baba Yaga's house, uh, the house on, on chicken legs or, uh, Powell's legs, uh, as the original is called. Um, I, whenever they, to me, when they were talking about a darker tone, um, I don't necessarily think they were meaning to take out the humor. I just literally think that there's going to be a little bit more at stake with some of the stuff. And it's really hard to out dark tone Gilmero del Toro. I mean, he is the king of monsters. Like, how are you really going to out dark that man? Um, But I mean, it's when I first watched it, I was like, oh, I don't know. And I waited about 10 minutes and I was like, all right, let me watch this again. And I went and watched it again. And to me, then I started to see it a little more. Uh, I liked the fact that the world kind of knows who he is in this. It, it shows that in this world, people know who Hellboy is and they know what he's there to do. Uh So it seems like the world has kind of taken on this whole, you know, there are some supernatural elements and people kind of know in general that there are some of those without necessarily knowing uh the nitty gritty specifics. Uh, I do like the fact that it seems like there's a, just a ton more monsters though. I mean, you see some giants, you see just, uh, like I like I said, you see something with Baba Yaga, so you're gonna see that in it. Um, it just seems like there's gonna be so much more like variety in the types of, of battles and everything he's gonna get into. Because for the most part, a lot of his fight sequences are kind of the same. He'll fight the same like you know, in the first movie he fought the guy with the, the blades a couple of times and then he fought a big tentacle monster. And then in the second one he semi-L. fought. A big tent- yeah, well he yeah, and he did fight Semiel. But then in the second one he fought a big tentacle monster and then fought a guy with a spear a couple of times, Uh, you know, and they do have the one where he fights a big beast because he did fight, you know, the big guy with the, oh, what was his name? Mr. Something.
1: Yeah, the dude with the uh, iron gauntlet, but he also fought that tree thing, the elemental which
0: was amazing. Which was a tentacle monster at the beginning. Yeah, 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 I guess I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is so in this, it looks like we're gonna get like a larger variety, like right off the bat. Um, and I I kind of just like his demeanor too. I really just like the way he says things. Uh I really, really enjoyed that scene where that old lady is like, I'm gonna need ID love. And he's like, Really? Um I did like that. David Harbor, I
1: love him. So like I say, I yeah, I agree. David is amazing. So you know, I, what's I his like him. What's the name?
0: he's playing his dad is like Ian McShane. I think that's a great choice. Uh and I like the fact that they kind of hint that they might be at odds at some point during this movie too, because you know, Hellboy's talking about how he was raised to be a weapon, he was raised to be a fighter. Uh and his dad even says, like, Oh yeah, I wanted you to be a fighter because I want you to be the best Hellboy you can be. And I like I, I feel like that's gonna put them at odds at some point in the movie. And I think that's something a lot of people can relate with, you know your parents wanting you to be one thing. You want to be another. It's kind of a classic trope in a lot of things. And I think we're going to get some elements of that. And I, I, I am intrigued to see what they're going to do with that, especially with those two actors doing those uh, parts. Damn it, Sterling. Now I'm going to
1: have to go watch this trailer like 20 times too. Uh <sighs> But I really like you, especially when you talk about a parental parental expectation versus your expectation of what you want to be and that identity thing. I think that's amazing. Oh, and can we all just agree that when he came out with his horns and that big ass crown with that flame of sword? Man, he looked fucking amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's something the first movie did very good, too. Um but I do kind of like this one a little bit more. There was just something about it that seemed a little bit more sinister. I, I mean, maybe it's the gigantic sword he had. Maybe the fact that he's like crawling out of a well or a hole when he does it. Something about it just made it a little bit more sinister when he was full on Prince of Hell and uh, right there in everybody's face.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I love the way Hellboy looks. He doesn't feel so makeup heavy to me and so prosthetic heavy to me, you know, and that's what I like about him. It, it seems more fleshy. You know, I think you can see some sweat on him even. I just I loved I love the way he looks better. He's just more streamlined. It's like watching Hellboy in Standard and then watching him in 4K. Uh, and I love the way he looks. Love it. Even though, you know, you can't change much, but those it's the devils in the details, if you will.
0: <laughs> nice. And one more thing before we move on to the next trailer. Heather, you're dead to me for not liking the first two as much as you should have.
2: Oh um, so many friendships are mean? broken now,
0: yeah, oh, it's more than that. I'm completely and utterly devastated right now. Um oh no. boo, Heather, everybody, they should have boo hiss finger of shame. <laughs> we'll we'll jump into one more trailer real quick. Men in Black uh International. Um I've been saving on to this. I've been waiting to say this for so long and I'm finally there. They they dropped the the that also, oh you know, iconic line of, you know, they put on the suit to like, you know, kind of just blend in and to, you know, end up becoming a thing like deja vu or anything like that. You know, so it's they just kind of look like a, a blank slate if you will. But let's be honest, guys. If you see Tessa Thompson or Chris Hemsworth in those fucking crisp ass black suits, you're never going to fucking forget that ever. <laughs> even if you're walking down the street. I'm not even saying like fighting aliens. If you just see them walking down the street like that, that's instantly just burned into your mind because it looks damn good on both of them.
1: <laughs> and they're like two true. of the most beautiful people on the planet. So you're going to remember right. that shit. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> I mean. You can you can kind of see it with Will Smith. Like Will Smith in that suit kind of stood out a little bit. But Tommy Lee Jones kind of, I can see that he just kind of looks like a guy that's going to work at the IRS.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But you put Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson in those suits. Yeah, I'm never forgetting that. That is yeah, just 100% true. stuck in my mind forever. They are almost too good looking to pull that off and be believable.
1: <laughs> but everybody totally wants him to pull it off.
0: Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, yo. Oh. Um, other than that, I mean, I kind of I like the dynamic. I think we're going to get in this. Uh, it looks like Liam Neeson is actually going to play the Tommy Lee Jones role. And Tessa Thompson is obviously playing the Will Smith role. And it looks like Chris Hemsworth is kind of in the middle. I think he'll be stoic when he needs to be stoic. And I think he'll be funny when he needs to be funny. And I really think I'm going to really enjoy that dynamic.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's going to be good.
1: For me, I think he's going to be more like um, The Rock was and Get Smart, like that super ace agent and some type of plot twist. I don't think he's going to be evil, but I, I see him kind of like that, you know, that super ace agent type of character. Um, you know, I'm fine with the trailer. MIB is a hit and miss franchise. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're Men in Black 2. So we'll I, see. I think Men in Black 3 is severely underrated. Oh, without oh, a doubt. Agree. People were yeah. people shitting. First of all, my boy Jermaine is in that, and you don't talk shit about Jermaine, okay? That's bullshit. Everything he's in is
0: amazing, and fuck you if you don't like him I mean, in movies. <laughs> to me, to me, there was such small things that I thought was amazing. I loved it when they went back into the 60s. All of a sudden, all the aliens looked like like 60s sci-fi versions of everything. Um, and you know, like Josh Brolin should have won an Academy Award for how fucking well he plays Tommy Lee Jones.
2: Yeah, that was good. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. A young, a young, a young K. Was he K? He's gay, right? Yeah.
2: He's gay. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, they, and they had such great jokes with that. Like whenever he did the whole thing, he's like, come on, where's your happy face? And he's like, this is my happy face. And the way <laughs> he does it is so good. And the way they comment on his age. Mm -hmm. to the fact that he's supposed to be younger than josh Brolin actually is he's like yeah you just don't age well
2: (laughs) yeah josh Brolin is a he's a gem he's great and 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 also like and i i really thought it was a genuine
0: like heartfelt moment at the end with his dad and like the whole Mm -hmm. thing that happened with him the story he didn't know
2: yeah it was so good they did it so well yeah
0: well, yeah, it's a slight retcon with the whole like yes, Tommy Lee Jones had met him before all that other shit, but it it fits so well, and it was very endearing. Like it was probably the most endearing moment in any of those three movies, and is fantastic. Let's not digress into it like a Men in Black trilogy breakdown. But this trailer, um, I watched it again today, and another thing I noticed is there was a, a nod to him being Thor that I didn't notice the first couple of times. Uh, where towards the end of the trailer, he picks up the hammer. And he throws it at the guy and the guy catches it. Yeah, that was hilarious. I thought that was great. I was like, yes. It's, and Chris Hemsworth is probably one of my most underrated comedic actors right now. Yeah. He is so good with his timing. He's been in some comedies that I have not enjoyed at all. And I won't say their names specifically, but he was always the shining light. Well, there was that. And there was also the vacation movie where he was the one good thing in that. Um, which is sad because you had Ed Helms and Christina Applegate. They should have, it should have been better. Anyway, it's, he's got such great timing. His, his chops in, in Thor Ragnarok were amazing. Like that's why Thor Ragnarok is just leaps and bounds better than the first two Thor movies is because they lit him out. Him and Tyka just seemed like, like a perfect duo because like Tyka lit him be who he is. And that was so great. Um, and I think we're gonna get some elements of that in this. Um, I do get what you're saying about the rock and get smart. I actually think he's gonna end up being a super agent that ends up being the one that like causes the main conflict and is like the reason why the earth is in trouble. And because he likes the wrong or the mm. wrong thing. Yeah. Yep. That or he you ends to up see like, that. letting somebody get away. Like he fails, he fails at doing his job and so then loses his confidence.
1: I think it would be Um, good for him to cause it because of his success, because he is so good, because he is so by the book, because he is so successful. All of his so-called protection ends up backfiring on him. You know, it's like Bane said
0: victory has defeated you. And it it could be that it also could be, I think they're actually going to get kicked out of the MIB at one point, or they're going to end up going rogue, from the MIB because there is that one shot where they're in the they're in the desert area and they're wearing regular clothes. They're not wearing the black suits. My theory is that something happens and that's why they're not in it. Hmm. Heather, what about you? What did you think about that being in black?
2: <laughs> Listen, I just know that like Sterling was saying, you put Chris Hemsworth in a suit and Tessa Thompson in anything because she's awesome. I'm gonna watch it. It doesn't matter what it is. But I was a huge fan of the men in black movies, the original ones. And it's, I kind of was just like, well, I mean, do they really need to do like a reboot or a remake or whatever it is of it? Because for me, I thought that that was a good, you know, trilogy of movies overall, you know? Um, and obviously a huge fan of Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, like their chemistry and those were great. And so I was like, huh? Okay. And then, I, and I was actually late to the game and realizing that these two were going to be the leads in the movie. But when I heard that, I was like, oh, okay, that will work. I am okay with that. So I'm actually really excited for it. And I agree about uh, Hemsworth just being subtly just very funny. Like, I mean, his, his funny is not only subtle, but it's just you don't expect it is what it is. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. And, um, yeah, it's going to be really good. Yeah,
0: no, I, I I am I I'm slowly, not slowly. I think I think it was kind of like Hellboy. After I watched it a second time, I really got into it. Also, like it looks like they're going to get some fun new toys, and I'm always down for some more cool shit like that. <laughs> but so, fans, what trailers are you most excited for? Uh,
1: another trailer I'm excited for is um Godzilla King of Monsters. Please give us more monsters and less Olsen twins sister
0: and kick-ass and give us more monsters i'm gonna disagree with half of that because there always needs to be more elizabeth olsen in everything (laughs) well that's all right but it didn't make godzilla any better anyhow um
1: tell us what you think